0: Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you doing this week?
1: I am trying to get my land legs back.
0: <laughs> well, you just, heard, you just came off the boat, right? It's one of those shows that we do fresh off the boat, as we like to say. You just came off of a Disney cruise and you've got some stuff that you'd like to share.
1: I'd like to share that I should have brought home my Kevin Stewart, my waiter, the guy at the soft serve ice cream. There were a lot of things I left behind inadvertently.
0: Some of those things I think we could definitely enjoy, but I know that there is some te- technology information that you wanted to share. So I guess let's let's begin that with that.
1: This was a trip about technology. It's my third time on the Wish already. I am very lucky in that regard. But there are two new things since I was on last. One is going to be the digital game. And the other is that the Wish is the very first Disney ship to get to use, if you want, Magic Band Plus.
0: Okay, so how about we start with those with the new bands? Because I know that that is something that I have some questions about. So give me what you want to say up front, and then I might pepper with you some with some questions that maybe folks would be curious about.
1: I'm going to start by saying, obviously, I deal with Disney and Disney technology all the time. And I don't think in all of my years of doing this and working with clients who need some technical support as to how to even start a Zoom real basics. But I think I get all of those things. This was by far my most frustrating technology experiences to date. And I know you and I talk all the time about you know be on the phones get off the phones is it vacation and you and i usually don't sit on the same side of that you want to be off your phone it's very hard for me to disconnect from my phone right after this week i'm ready to give up the technology <laughs> all
0: right well well i don't really understand how these magic band pluses are are working i understand how they work at the the resorts right so are these are these magic band pluses that you're buying if you're doing a split stay summit sea summit land How does all of that, I guess, work?
1: That's a great basic spot to start. What makes a Magic Band a Magic Band Plus? We talked about them previously because Disney's had Magic Bands for a long time. Then they came out with Gen 2. Right. And then about a year ago, they came out with that Magic Band Plus. And it became optional at the resorts using any Magic Band, or you could use a regular one in the Plus One. And the Plus One, the big thing about it, it's a little bit larger at kind of has a face to it is that it's interactive and it's supposed to light up and do all kinds of things. And that's really the benefit of a plus to a regular magic band. And the magic band plus is supposed to cross all of Disney's platforms now. And it doesn't always do it so successfully. In theory, that same band that you're using for your resort stay can work for your cruise trip and vice versa. There are different designs available. So, if for instance, I was at Riviera last night, if I ordered my Magic Van Plus through my Disney experience, I would have had an option for a Riviera design. I would have had a castle. I would have had Epcot and all kinds of different things. Okay. What I wouldn't have had is the options that I had when I ordered it through my Disney cruise line. Through there, I was able to get one of the ship and all things related to cruise. So they're interchangeable, but they're not all designed the same.
0: So, just for it does, but just for folks that I guess maybe are completely unaware. If you get something that has Epcot on it, it doesn't mean that when you get on the ship, it won't work. And if you get something that has a ship on it, it doesn't mean that when you get to Epcot, it won't work. In theory, what we're going off of here. I was just going to
1: say, I'm going to say in theory. theory, theory,
0: this (laughs) is this is supposed to work regardless of what the aesthetics are. The technology is designed, whether it does work all the time, designed to work in either spot.
1: That's correct. And I will say, I think they're going to get there. I tell my clients all the time, Disney technology isn't where we would all love for it to be. And that's because all of this technology came about long after Mickey was born. So computers and technology are not his strong suit.
0: Now, here's the question I have, too, because anybody and I'm so guilty because I've been to property so many times that when they were giving them for free. You have a whole list of how many bands that you have and they're linked to your account and things like that. Do you have to go in and link them yourself if you get if they're ordered to you? Is that something a cast member helps you with on the ship or at concierge? What's your recommendation for that?
1: So, again, it's a big, it depends. If you order them through your Disney Cruise Line account and you have to have an active cruise and there's only right now the Wish has them and they just announced that the Fantasy will have them. Those are the only two ships right now. You do not have to have them. And as you mentioned, they are no longer free. If you order them through the Disney Cruise Line website, through your reservation, you get $10 a person off on your bands. And they will come linked to your Disney Cruise reservation. And I'll be honest, that's where we had problems. We followed my advice of don't ever arrive on the day of your cruise. Mm -hmm. So we arrived a day early. We did Magic Kingdom for a day. Then we hopped on the ship. Then we got off the ship and we did Epcot for a day. My band worked everywhere, but everybody else in my family couldn't make them work in Walt Disney World. They worked great on the ship. The Walt Disney World tech people said, I don't know, you got it through Cruise Line. When you get on the ship, they'll fix it for you so you can use it when you get back to World. When we got on the ship, they said, we only deal with Disney Cruise Line technology. We don't know anything about World. So it took us a little bit. We were able to make one of our other bands connect, not the other. We've played with a bunch of different tips and tricks that are out there, but they are working on a better system to link them across all of their platforms.
0: So you you mentioned there, as you began the answer to that last question that you don't need them. They're not something that, that you need to make your, your vacation work. Some of us that have been to Walt Disney world are familiar with the magic bands, whether they're the magic band plus or the magic bands, whatever generation that you have, you know, that they get us in and out. You can put a credit card attached to it. You can charge Talk to me about the need on the boat. Like, how did this work on the boat? What types of things on a cruise would a Magic Band Plus be beneficial to have?
1: You know, I could really go either way for having it on the cruise. And I'm going to skip a minute and go to Walt Disney World, where I say to my clients, if you don't want to spend the money and you're not buying Genie, you can live without the bands because you're opening the door, you're doing your park ticket. But if you're using Genie and you're getting it all the time, you probably want the band. Here, there's obviously no genie. I can definitely use a key to get into my room. But if you're somebody who wants to go up to the pool and bring nothing with you, the band is waterproof. That makes it great. The thing to know, though, is that the band doesn't replace the card like it does in Walt Disney World.
0: Okay, what do you mean by that?
1: When you check in and you get to your stateroom now, they have your cards waiting in your room for you you cannot enter or exit the ship without your plastic key card. So even though you have the band and that's what you're going to use to get into your room, if you don't bring your plastic key card with you, you'll be denied entry to the ship or the ability to get off the ship and have to go back to your room for it. So the band isn't, a catch all like it is in Walt Disney World. Yeah,
0: it's not, it doesn't sound like it's a true replacement. Any excursions you're going to do, any time you're going to go to Castaway Key, like you need you need that card to prove that you're who you are you to get back on the boat. You still
1: need that card. And I think the big thing land and see that the plus does as I mentioned is it has the ability to light up and interact. And again, kind of like the glow with the show ears from years ago. It lit up when the fireworks went off. It lit up in our world of Marvel dinner. I don't know that it lighting up added a lot to it. I know that my daughter came back from hyperspace lounge and said to me, oh my God, I want to take my band off because every time the screen changed or one of the ships came onto the screen, the band lit up again. She said, "So I'm not sure why it kept lighting up. There was really no explanation, but it kept going off every two to three minutes." She well, said it was just distracting. Well, and
0: it's also something for our our folks that have sensory issues. I mean, I, I'm just thinking about my wife. If she had to wear that thing and it kept flashing in her face, it, it would ended up in a in a drawer somewhere, not even being looked at for the rest of the trip. So that's good to know. The other piece that I that I always struggled with with these new Magic MagicBand Plus you got to charge it right we talked about that a number of shows ago when we first started talking about these things it's a minor inconvenience but it is something you have to remember to do
1: you do have to remember to do it it is also its own unique charger so it's not like if you're like me and constantly have more phone chargers than you can count because you have one in the car and one in your travel bag and you have them everywhere here you need to kind of guide that charger because you can't buy them cheap in bulk in amazon that is the charger the upside that disney realizes which is probably perfect for your wife is that if you don't charge it nightly probably about two days in all of those interactive things will stop working it goes into almost like a battery saver mode Mm -hmm. so it'll work to open your door but it'll stop flashing all the time
0: how about the new game do you want to talk about the new game
1: I do want to talk about the new game because I was very excited. Uncharted Adventure is their new game. And for those of you who have been on the Dream and the Fantasy, it's kind of the current version of their scavenger hunt, that midship detective agency. This has replaced it. And the great thing about it, again, in theory, is that you don't need to go anywhere and pick up the piece and run around It all works through your phone right in the app. There's ads for it in the elevator. Begin your uncharted adventure from wherever you are. Sadly, mine never began again. uh, It's one of those technology frustrations. I tried to launch the game through the app. I couldn't, I decided, you know, it launched and then it gave me an error. I tried again a little while later. I got the same error. I'm one of these people I screenshot like crazy so the world doesn't think I've lost my mind. I went to guest services. I showed it to the cast member who thought it was very odd. Played with all kinds of settings on my phone. Rebooted it from the back end. And then it was magically going to work. And similar to midship detective agency, because you are sent All around the ship to find clues they don't want too many people playing at the same time same way that they do the games in epcot and magic kingdom you can't have eight different families showing up at the same window to get the info so when i went to play it it had almost a 20 minute wait time it counted down it counted down again and then it told me it was time to play and then it wouldn't let me in and i share the frustration Not because I like pointing out negative, but because the reality is there's no way that I'm the only person that had this problem. Right. I worked with guest services for almost 25 minutes. They assured me it was not my iPhone, that their system must be down. And I said to them, I'll just call my daughter and make her come play with me and see if it launches on her phone. Like, no, if it's down for you, it's down for everybody. Oddly enough, five minutes later, it was still down for me, but working on my daughter's phone. So we started to play. It is super cute. It's hosted by Captains Mickey and Minnie. You get to create your own little avatar. You can do it just you. You can create a little avatar for each person in your family. And it puts this little spyglass on your phone. And you kind of use that spyglass to work the mission. And it's all about what happened to the wishing star. And the idea behind The Wishing Star, just a quick little summary, Yeah, kind of like a constellation that broke into pieces, and it's your job to put it back together. There are multiple different missions, so if you had time and you wanted to play this for five or six hours, you certainly could. There's the Moana storyline with multiple missions in it, the Princess and the Frog and Tiana, there's a Peter Pan one, there's a Nemo. And they all send you all around the ship. There are some things that you can do from anywhere. You just point your spyglass to the sky so you can be any place. And you gather all of these pieces. Again, it kind of gets you around the ship. And the neat thing about it is the majority of the things are things that you don't realize are part of the game. It might be a photo of Mickey and Minnie next to the elevator that when you put your spyglass to it, the photo opens into something else or you head over to the Barbary and their glass window obviously has some secret magic coating that we can't see with our naked eye. But when we put our spyglass to it, it gives us these clues so you can work it whenever you want. You can start and stop. You don't have to complete any of the missions. You can just do a little bit, but have fun getting to see the ship and see all the things going on.
0: Well, and it sounds like just a nice little wrinkle of storytelling, right? I mean, that's what the company is. They're they're storytellers. So to use the digital platform, that's what they're doing, and having you do it on the cruise ship.
1: Exactly.
0: So how does it end?
1: It has a live finale, the battle for the wishing star. Oh, it sounds dangerous. You know, I was (laughs) super excited to head to this, though not sure that I'd be able to compete in this battle since I had, had such poor luck in my missions, right and i will say if your child isn't necessarily old enough to be on the app on their own and reading don't kill yourself to get to the live finale if you didn't get to play but you want to see what it's about you can head to the live finale it had nothing to do with any of your personal progress during the cruise and so it was a quick little thing about 20 minutes they did it so that everybody could go it's one of the few things that only happens once usually they do it once for early dining and once for late but this was just one finale for everybody in luna and it kind of brings the whole story to conclusion i don't want to give you too many spoilers but there's a host there and he asks how everybody did with their Wishing catching the pieces to the wishing star, and we all pointed our spyglass to the ceiling, and Ursula appeared on screen because she actually caught Mickey and Minnie and the Wishing Star and wasn't gonna give it back to us. And everybody in the audience worked hard. I'm sure you're surprised to know that ultimately. We save the wishing star. No,
0: nah, that's that's good to know. I'm I'm so thrilled by that. Now, when you say that this is this is all done at once, this is at the conclusion of the cruise, or this is each. It was one?
1: on the final night, right um, before the final dinner.
0: Okay. Well, that's cute
1: and super neat. If you didn't get to see a lot of characters during the cruise, spoiler alert captains Mickey and Minnie do appear to show that they're alive and well and grateful that you've saved the wishing star. Nice. But it is not a photo op. They come in and they play around on stage for a minute or two. They wave goodbye and they head out. So this is a real limited time, quick thing. But if your child loved hunting for this and maybe you did many, many missions, it's a great way to wrap it up. But like I said, if you just did one or two missions and it didn't work for your family, And you want to skip the finale, you certainly won't be the only one on the ship that skipped it. And your child will never be the wiser.
0: Got it. All right. Well, we're coming to the end of the program. So anything else you want to mention before we say goodbye?
1: You know, I think part of the problem is, and I remember this every time mid-cruise, a three-night cruise is just too short. There's never enough time to get to do everything you want. So it's a great way if you've never cruised before and you're not sure if your family's going to love cruising for us, we end up on the three night cruises a lot because they depart on Friday and they come back on Monday. Yeah, they're convenient. So it's the way to cruise with the least number of days off of work, but even not getting off the ship in Nassau, because your first day is sail away, you're nowhere, but on the ship, mostly in port. Your next day is Nassau. We use that opportunity To go to Apollo, to the DVC member event, to check out some things on the ship. And then the next day is Castaway. And by the time you're heading to dinner that night, you're packing up to leave your luggage outside. And the following morning, it's breakfast and out. So I highly recommend Disney cruising, but I also highly recommend a little bit longer so that you can get all the fun in.
0: Sandy, I'm going to do a little bit of a plug for you here, even though we do one every week. You mentioned so many technological struggles that you had on this trip, and here's the reality. When you work with the folks over at Easy Diz by Instant Press and Travel Services, so much of that frustration, you folks deal with. You try to solve. That's, that's kind of what you've done for people, not just on the cruise line, but in Walt Disney World, whether it's a family that suddenly doesn't have a park reservation that needed it to work, or it's a family who's... Tickets are not lining up the way it's supposed to be, or in your case, the magic band pluses are just not linking. The folks at Easy Diz, my Instant in Presence Travel Services, they handle that. And so I know you're blushing and you're and you're and you're probably like, thank you for, for the praise, but it's the reality. That's what you do every single day. So it's important to know that even the pros like yourself faced some of these technological issues overcame them because now when guests that choose to book their vacation through your company they know that you know firsthand what it's like to be experiencing it so i thank you for being honest and candid and for sharing your experience because i think it's going to help some people
1: thanks so much and may you all have great wishes ahead
0: and that's a wrap this week on let's talk this if anyone you know could benefit from this or any show please share on your facebook and instagram for other folks to enjoy And don't forget to reach out to the people at EasyDiz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week, and as always, keep making memories.